<clears throat> Hi everyone, it's uh, it's me again, and um, <clears throat> I can't remember the last time I recorded a, two episodes back to back, um, and it's so odd uh, of all the times I've gone through in this uh, year, 2019. I don't know what it's been like for you guys, but uh, it's been pretty uh, pretty tough, pretty interesting, uh, so to uh, to say the least. <clears throat> so um yeah this 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 second episode in in one day is uh related to a poem so uh i'll read you as a, an extract of the poem uh it's from uh reiner uh, maria relk's book uh called relk's book of hours love poems to god and the book is uh, divided into three parts the book from from the book of uh, a monastic life, the book of pilgrimage, and the book of poverty and death. The uh, extract I'm going to read to you and discuss a few points that really really stood out for me, <clears throat> and uh, I'd like to share some thoughts about those things. Comes from the book of poverty and death. So this is I'm not going to jump in from the the, the beginning of the poem. This is somewhere somewhere close to the somewhere close to the um, the beginning <clears throat> and interestingly enough uh, obviously Ralk is a German a very very famous German poet and I always find fascinating when I read po uh, poets uh, from around the world different uh, different nationalities and cultures and uh, I always find it intriguing when they mention anything related to my part of the world, the Arab world. So when I read this extract and it immediately spoke about my part of the world, I, 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 uh, it stood out uh, in a very positive way. So uh, without further ado, I'm going to read you, uh, read you the part of the poem I'd like to share with you. <clears throat> Many are the rich who display themselves. The palaces preen like gorgeous birds, whose cry is a raucous screech, but they are not truly rich. Not rich like the nomad chieftains, whose multiples of sheep, whose uh, swept cross green plains like a morning tide, or those whose camels moved against the sky in majestic silhouettes. The smell of their cattle herds lingered warm and heavy ten days after they passed. And as at a fine wedding, the good wine flows the whole night through. So ran the milk from their she-asses. And not like the desert sheikhs who slept at night on faded carpets, but had rubies set in silver combs to groom their favorite mares. And not like those princes who found no allurement in gold, no fragrance there, but anointed their proud lives with almond oil, amber, and sandalwood. Those were riches that made life vast and voluptuous. Now the days of riches are gone, and no one can bring them back for us, but we can let ourselves be poor again. 
We are not poor. We are just without riches. We who have no will, no world, marked with the marks of the latest anxiety, disfigured, stripped of leaves. Around us swirls the dust of cities, the garbage clings to us. We are shunned as if contaminated, thrown away like broken pots, like bones, like last year's calendar. So I'm going to stop there and uh, just highlight some of the parts that really stuck out for me. Um, when we talk about people being rich, and uh, we live in a world where I think everybody is obsessed, absolutely, in a scary way, really, obsessed with being rich. The uh, appearance of rich, um, uh, everything associated with cars, all very, very uh, materialistic. It's uh, palaces, supercars, cash, bling, and anything that shines and glitters and and uh, brands, and obviously the list goes on and on and on. And I've always found the, the concept of, of, of people's obsession with, uh, with being rich quite interesting, because I, I had the privilege of going to school with some very, very wealthy people. I mean, these are people that literally lived in palaces. Um, palaces so large that uh, they would need a car. They would literally need to get into a car to get from one section of their house to the other. And what I found many of the, uh, what I saw very, very clearly was that you can have all of that. You can have all of that and, 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 and not be happy at all. Now that's, that's, not, that's not saying you shouldn't be rich. It's just that there, the, how we define rich here is the, is the, um, is the ultimate uh, is the ultimate point where the poet here mentions that the people are not rich like the nomad chieftains uh, and then he goes on not like the desert sheikhs and I love the part here where he says not like the desert sheikhs who slept at night on faded carpets but had rubies in silver combs to groom their favorite mares. Man, man, oh man, do I love that. I love it because it's so real. And I've seen, I've, I've seen people blessed with that, where, where, where they live humble. I mean, when he says they sleep on faded carpets and they, uh, they groom their favorite mares with combs of silver, when, when you meet somebody like that, who's very content, with living a minimalistic life, but is rich beyond imagination in the sense that they may own things that are ridiculous value, absolutely ridiculous value. And they use that to enrich their already rich life. This desert sheikh here obviously loves, loves horses and no amount of money, no amount of palace, no amount of materialistic goal is going to take that. All he did with these riches is just enrich his already rich life. And that can be such a simple life where you, where you live in where other people today would call poor conditions. But if 
if your, your, your soul is very rich and you love what you do and you have a connection to, in this case, horses or the earth, and you do have wealth, and you use that wealth authentically, um, then, then that is a truly rich life. That's what the poet says. Those were riches that made life vast and voluptuous. And uh, the other part of the poem where he says, and not like those princes who found no allurement in gold, no fragrance there. I mean, how true is that? I, 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 you, you can have the whole obsession with money, money, money. I need lots and lots of money. Well, not to get too philosophical on it. Of course, money is important. Of course, gold is important. Um, especially now with, uh, what, 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 with what the world's going through. But what are we ultimately going to use that gold and that money for? If it's not to genuinely enrich our lives um, in a meaningful purpose, then you're actually very poor. You're, you're poor of content, you're poor of soul, and no amount of money... No amount of palace or car is going to fill that void. And it's very clear for everybody to see. You're, you might be walking about with Rolex watches that are in excess of, I don't know, 100,000 US dollars, but you're the poorest person I've ever seen. Um, and that's fine, I guess, if that's what you want to do. But for me, the inheritance that we all have goes way beyond any materialistic value. Um, and to live a life where you annote your, 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 your own proud lives, as, as, the, as uh, Ralk says here, with almond oil, amber, and sandalwood. So you walk into, just to give you an example, you walk into uh, the desert and you see a... Um, you see a tent and uh, a very kind and hospitable uh, Arab comes out. I'm using the word Arab. You can substitute that for any native individual. Although I really don't like the word native, but I think you know what I mean. A person of the land, a person that was there way before all the, the modern skyscrapers came. And this is a person that still lives pretty much like he was before. Not, not not ill educated. He or she knows what's going on, but they prefer they prefer to stay close to the earth. They prefer to live a life where they're connected to their ancestors, um, and and they're rooted. They don't need to be living in a tent, but they choose to. They may have palaces, but they choose to live in a tent for a period of time to reconnect, so to speak. And when you see somebody who living in such humble humble surroundings and and you come in and they invite you and uh, they serve you coffee in really expensive uh, coffee pots uh, and a part of you is thinking well if you can afford this coffee pot why don't you get out of why don't you get get out of this 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 disgusting way of living go go live in a palace uh, why, why have that ability and not and not and not change and uh, it really intrigues me because when you do meet people like that who live humble they're they're rich they're, they're and they, they give and give and give and they're giving maybe something simple like a date but i'm guaranteeing you they're richer than most of us that may have a lot of money in our in our bank account i do not have a lot of money in my bank account but 
I have enough to appreciate what I have. And I have enough to allow me to really admire a, a rich person in the true sense of the word, like the, like the poet, like the poet mentioned.